This week on Give Me Some Truth, we talk about continuing education, the assassination of Archduke Ferdinand, and superpowers. You gotta leave your money behind you. Raise your hand to the sky. We are in the booth today with Nate, Mitch, and Hannah. Uh, it's been a while since Hannah's been on a podcast, so we wanted to get her back in the loop. Uh, Hannah, what have you been up to? Oh, man. Well, I've been right here in the booth this this whole time recording all of your other podcasts. That is a good point. She actually has been yeah. in the booth, just not in front of a mic. It's true. Got to get on that mic. So that really threw you off this morning then when you had to move chairs, right? From like producer it, it feels section wrong. of the booth to participant. Mm-hmm. No. Not good. I feel like I've lost my power. <laughs> <laughs> Although gained other powers, I guess, yes. depending on how you look at the it. The power of speech. All right. Today we are talking about uh, futuring education and why uh, we believe so strongly in uh, the idea of uh, continued learning and having the um, people at work at Walkner Condon really kind of feel a sense of pride on learning more than we did yesterday, a week ago, a month ago, that kind of thing. So we have two people in the office that are furthering their education right now, and that's part of the reason why we wanted to uh, have them as part of it. So I'm going to MC uh, from from my chair. So I'm going to start with Mitch. Uh, tell the uh, listeners how you're furthering education right now. And understand Mitch is also a guy that has an MBA uh, from Madison that he finished up last year. Am I right on that? Yeah, 2018. All right. All right, so what are you working on now? Currently working on the CFP, which actually there was a time where I was doing both the MBA and the CFP studies. So it wasn't as focused, but now it's 100% focused on CFP. So CFP is Certified Financial Planner, for those that may or may not know, Certified Financial Planner. So John, for example, in the office, completed his CFP a handful of years ago. And what it is is an in-depth training program where there's hundreds, probably thousands of hours of study that goes into it. You ultimately have to sit for a board exam, after you pass that board exam, you then have your CFP, your Certified Financial Planner, designation. And it's not just about the designation, right? It's about the learning and, and going more in depth in a lot of topics that you might not otherwise get just at the, the basic entry-level exams to get into the industry. That leads me into my next question. Uh, so thank you for the, the nice segue. Um, what does it do for our existing clients or future clients, um, the other people that we interact with, um, you know, in our community, what, what does a CFP designation mean for them? So going forward, CFPs are, are gonna, basically there's, there's a fiduciary standard that we talk about, right? Our, our firm is a fiduciary. And by that, we mean we have to act in the best interest of our clients. We have to put our clients' interests ahead of our, our own interests, and we are held to that standard as a firm at Walkner Condon. The CFP is going to give you the, the depth, and they're going to give you scenarios, and they're going to give you all the, the pros, the cons of just about any situation that might be presented to you for a client. So if a client has some sort of situation on where to pull their retirement funds, for example, there's going to be the pros and cons of, of doing different actions, right? And through the curriculum and the education and the training, I think the CFP prepares us as advisors to have more experience around, hey, what what is the best decision for that client in that specific situation? So it's not only learning for for the depth that, that the CFP covers, but it, it's going to be reflective in our advice, our recommendations for our clients. 
And I think it's a good lead into what Hannah's working on. I don't want to steal her thunder. Hannah, what uh, what are you working on in regard to uh, furthering education? Oh, well, uh, I'm working on my uh, Series 65 exam prep so that I can get my securities license. This is big news. Yeah. This is big news, is it not? Big news. We have Hannah actually studying to become uh, a uh, financial advisor. Um, It's super exciting for us here in the firm because we've wanted to have, um, you know, more younger people uh, incorporated in the firm and having, um, you know, just a, a kind of a fresh look on um, the industry in general. And so having Hannah express interest in um, furthering her her knowledge, but then also um, actually wanting to get in and, and have, um, you know, clients of her own and be able to work with people is, uh, it's a great addition to our firm. So, just give us a little bit on kind of what was the motivation behind wanting to to take that step. I mean, what where was the spark that that happened where you said, "Yeah, I think I like the idea of of uh, potentially making this my my career." You seem like you have a passion for working with people. Yeah, I mean, and I think, gosh, the more the more I see what you guys do, the more I see how like I could have benefited from having a financial advisor. You know, when I was eighteen uh, and how much my parents could have benefited from the type of services we offer. And uh, I'm really excited to learn more, to kind of have that depth of knowledge to be able to kind of control my own financial destiny. Yeah. But also, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to being more helpful to to, to more people. And uh, even while I'm doing, you know, just paperwork with you guys, uh, just knowing more about why I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, awesome. really great for me. You've talked about that before, Mitch. The idea of you lo- you love this industry because it is the the aspect of helping people and 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 actually being able to have tangible impact on people's lives. Um, I mean, is that? I would assume that that's part of the reason why the CFPA was intriguing. It just it just furthers that uh, that goal. Is that right? For sure. And my whole my whole thing, if you will, on why I'm here and why I love what I do is is paying it forward. So. I was fortunate enough to benefit from some financial advice in Hannah's example, say when I was 18, pretty sure I was 18, probably exactly when I started a Roth IRA, somewhere around there. But, you know, just wow. little ideas and things yeah, like that. That's I definitely impressive. Let's, let's, uh, let's stop for just a second and, okay. and, and acknowledge that. That's pretty impressive of Mitch. Yeah. 18. Hannah, what were you doing at 18? Oh, I was doing uh, some stand-up comedy and playing in some bars, and uh, no one was checking my ID. It was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I saved no money from that period of my life. All right, Mitch, keep rolling. So I, I benefited from financial advice, right? And it was just from my financial advisor that my parents were using at the time, where I just had a meeting. He brought me out for lunch. We we kind of talked about where I wanted to go in the future, how I might be able to accomplish some of that, and just gave me a couple little tidbits that still, over a decade later, are with me today. So my whole idea on being in this industry is to to know, one, that financial advice can help people, myself included, and I want to pay that forward to others. Yeah, I feel like the I feel like a lot of people, particularly like young women, uh, know that there's this like entire financial services world out there and all of this knowledge and it's so intimidating and like having that demystified is so empowering. Like, I wish, I so wish like some older woman had come to me when I was 18 and been like, here's what you need to know. 
uh, but I feel like almost no one gets that lucky. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, which is insane. Yeah, yeah. it's funny. To, I was just listening to a podcast last night, and and I won't plug a different, different podcast because that's probably you probably shouldn't. Well, I suppose you could, but anyways. There's but, really no other good podcast. No, I was going to say, why, why would you do that? Yeah, why listen to Serial when you could listen to exactly. Give Me Some Juice? <laughs> so I was listening to a podcast, and it was interesting because the guest on it was Malcolm Gladwell, um, who's uh, one of my favorite authors. And I hear uh, he's kind of a smart guy. Uh, yeah, he's one of those guys that what I like about him is that he's like crazy smart, but he still seems to be able to have um, just a, kind of an everyday conversation as opposed to like Elon Musk, who just kind of seems like if you heard he's, he's kind of out there. Have you heard him on podcasts or you heard him talk before? He literally sounds like a robot. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that he's half robot. If, if, you, if you Google you know. Elon Musk and the artist Grimes, uh, you will be looking at two. Uh, two androids. Yeah, right. It's right. Exactly. Yes. That's true. I've seen Grimes, right? And you're right on that. That's they're, they're both very. Uh, if you would, if you would kind of say, what does a half robot look like? But what, anyways, what does a robot look like when he's dating an alien? Right. <laughs> right exactly. Um, so Gladwell referred to T bills to the the host of this podcast, and it was interesting because the host is, is a very intelligent person himself. He and he said, like, what clarify what are T bills? And it kind of struck me like, wow, like. In the industry, we just take so much knowledge for granted, which I'm sure people do in every industry. Like, and obviously, you know, Mitch is an engineer. I'm sure you things that you think like everybody knows, or um, Hannah, even you know, lead singer of a band. You probably go, well, I'm sure everybody has some knowledge of this thing that I have a lot of knowledge about, and and we just assume that people have this knowledge. And yeah. speaking to your comment on, you know, if you wish somebody would have come to you earlier and said, hey, just do these things, I, I think that in, in some cases we just overlook some of the basics. So, yeah. question for you, Hannah, on that. Along your studies so far, it's only how long have you been studying for one? Well, I mean, I got the rest of my study materials literally yesterday. Oh, okay. So, like, awesome. l- let's take it easy on the quizzing. Groundbreaking. Okay. okay. okay so, so, in section blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. So, I'll, I'll take this then a little bit different. I was going to ask you, you know, has there been some of these things that you've read about in your studies that all of a sudden you have that aha moment, like, oh, that's what that is? So, instead of asking that question, I'll, I'll go ahead and just say that you'll probably embark on these studies, and next thing you know, there'll be that somewhat light bulb moment of, oh, that's what that acronym is. Or, oh, you know, um, something about maybe tax deferred versus Roth versus whatever it might be, right? Something yeah. is going to click as you're starting to read all the material. Oh, no, I'm super excited to, one, start saving for my own retirement. And just like you said before, like knowing what some of the stuff means, you know, when we say, hey, we need X, Y, or Z for, you know, whatever client. Just, yeah. It's a little bit more contextual knowledge of what that means. Yeah, I feel like I, I've learned so much in just like three months, but... Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. And and also back to the, your your previous point, like, yeah, I have this like professional audio knowledge, but professional audio isn't like a determining factor in every person's lives. You know, sure, I feel like right. a, a lack of that right. knowledge isn't going to like, you know, it's not going to destroy your retirement. True. If, if you don't know how to plug in a guitar properly. <laughs> true. But it is a pretty cool superpower to have. Uh, I will say that. True. True. It's a. It, yeah, it's a cool it's a cool cherry on top of my future financial advisor uh, Sunday, uh, <laughs> but maybe I can play some sweet riffs in between financial advice. But uh, yeah, but, just money like I feel like is such a determining factor in every person's lives that yeah I don't know maybe there should be a financial advisory course in high school. Yeah, maybe well, in the future okay. we can become lobbyists. Don't get me on that soapbox. <laughs> we'll be here for an hour and a half talking about how ridiculous that is that we don't have. Uh, financial planning. I mean, not, not even financial planning, just like, see, now I'm on my soapbox right a bit. Here I go. Not even like financial planning, but just the idea of like, how does rent work? How does like a car yeah. loan work? How does like any of this stuff work? And 
My daughter tells me now that there is, I believe, a class. Uh, she goes to Monona Grove High School. So that there is a class there, um, but how that's not just required in and, every and how you have to pay your credit cards back. I mean, seriously, yeah. right? I something mean, as simple as that. We all oh, went yeah. to college, Interest so is I mean, expensive. What's the first thing that happens when you get to college? Like, you get into your dorm Slap with five student loans? seconds later, somebody's putting a credit card application. Oh, in front absolutely. Of you. Like, I never had just, one in college. Right? No, right. But I the application you get off, you get offered yeah. it like oh, yeah, every. Yeah, yeah. Every time you went to the mess hall, you you got offered like, "Hey, here's a credit card." So yeah, I knew enough to not sign up for any of those credit cards and to not uh, do that. But yeah, there's just yeah, it's just incredible to me that you know there's just so much out there that isn't taught. Yeah, and that's I'll I'll speak for the as the representative of the firm here. That's one of the reasons why we're so excited to have you go through the process of getting licensed and whether or not that actually leads to you being a an advisor and, and kind of, you know, that's down the road a little ways, just the, just the interest that you have in the subject matter and what we all know, uh, by having this license, um, uh, what you'll learn kind of as you get licensed in this, um, in this way, you, you, the, the knowledge that you pick up just as a byproduct of trying to, to get the actual, you know, passing of the test, um, is such a benefit just in and of itself. But, um, side note, cause I brought it up and I'm, I'm seeing, uh, Mitch, superpower you wish you had? I think flying would be awesome. For whatever reason, I just think aerial views of anything is fascinating. Cool. So I'm one of those that when Google Earth first came out... Blew your mind. Oh, downloaded that. I'd sit in the <laughs> dorm room and would just <laughs> zoom in on whatever you it was. You just geek and, out on, on Google Earth? Oh, yeah. Oh, Have awesome. you ever played that game where it just like takes you to someplace in Google Earth and uh, you guess where you are? Oh, wow. Oh, well, I've done something similar. So in my very first internship, hopefully those that employed me are not listening to this podcast because <laughs> I don't know if this is the most productive use of my time. I think statute of limitations is fine on this it's, one. I think it's, it's well beyond. It's well beyond. Yeah, exactly. So we'd play this game, us and the interns. We had our little intern corner, and we'd be like, all right, first person on Google Earth that can find a zebra roaming in Africa (laughs) wins kind of thing. So we would just come up with these absurd challenges on, hey, can you find this on Google Maps or Google Earth? How much time can you waste? Exactly. And uh, we no, we did a great job. We got all of our projects done. <laughs> <laughs> I successfully completed the internship. And also found zebras. <laughs> yes. All right, Hannah. Superpower. Oh, superpower. I mean, we've already determined your, your audio knowledge well, is, okay. you know, obviously. S- but. Speaking, speaking of animals, uh, if I could have the power to, like, telepathically communicate with animals and, you know, oh. uh, bend them to my will is the, nice. is the second half of that, but... Primarily, just like you know, have a little chat chat. Nice, yeah. and just be able to see like what <laughs> have is... a little chit chat with a horse. What? <laughs> yeah, find out what type of food my dog actually wants to eat. I can't. I can't help but but think of the obscure sign or excuse me, uh, Saturday Night Live reference when um, they they do um, Marky Mark talking to barnyard animals. Have you guys seen that sketch? No. Oh, oh my gosh! I feel bad right. that I well, can't that's, that's immediately that's every, Everyone listening needs to try to find that because that is. You're referring to Marky Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, but it's not. It's not him. It's um, Andy Sandberg playing oh. him, oh. talking to barnyard <laughs> I, animals. I have like a vague memory of this, and it is comic gold. Um, is right. there a racist horse involved? No. Maybe that's another sketch. No, but but they have live animals on the set. 
when when they're doing it. And so just just the interaction with the live animals is. Oh yeah, nothing ever goes as planned. It would go as planned if you could bend them to your will because that was your superpower. Right, because then they'd be like, "Just get me off this set and let me." Yeah. Go over Jeff Corwin. I'm gonna come on the Tonight Show with like some crazy birds. Get ready. Um, Okay, so the uh, kind of wrapping it up here. I, I think the whole. The whole point of this, the brainchild behind the the podcast was, one, to just give people a better understanding of kind of why we think that education and future future learning uh, is so important and what we ultimately think it does for our, the interactions that we have with our clients. And that's really what this all boils down to is, obviously, we want the knowledge for our own, um, I guess I'll just say selfish uh, reasons of just wanting to be smarter than we were the day before or the month before. But uh, we really tend to look at these things in terms of what impact will it have on the relationship we have with our clients. And it's really fun when you can kind of have a um, an instance where you can kind of go around the room and, and have conversations about what makes the most sense in this distribution or how does this, how does this trust account, you know, work in such a way that, it, that it'll work better uh, for the client if we structure it this way versus that way. And it's, it's just really, I don't know, that's the kind of stuff that we enjoy. I know it sounds weird to kind of get excited about financial topics, but we do in this office. Well, not only do we enjoy it too, I think it, it directly aligns with our values. So we have a board in our back room, like where our fridge is. And one of the line items on that is incremental improvement personally and professionally. Right. And I think education hits both of those topics and just falls directly in line with one of our firm values. Yeah, exactly. I do really appreciate that about this office. Like there's not an intellectually lazy person in this office. I feel like you guys are all constantly, you know, increasing your knowledge about, uh, you know, the markets, but also uh, just generally, like, you introduced us to a new uh, Ava Brothers song just the other day. I did. Very interesting one. Uh, I did. Yeah, I feel uh, feel like I'm constantly learning in this office. And and, and interestingly enough, learning about uh, topics that matter to our clients and to the, the world of finance and those subjects that absolutely don't in any way, shape, or form. You know, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what... Uh, and that's fun, too. And that's fun, too, mm-hmm. right? Uh, all right, we'll, we'll go with one obscure fact, and then we'll wrap it up. Mitch, Hannah, what was the, uh, the uh, more or less unofficial beginning of World War I? Uh, that was when Franz Ferdinand was shot. Oh, look at, look wow. at Hannah from the cheap seats coming yeah. in with that. I the had assassination nothing. of Archduke Ferdinand. <laughs> very, very mm-hmm. nice. Impressive. And I know that because of the band... Franz Ferdinand. Oh, good call. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had that one good album. Yep. <laughs> they did. They had that one good album that one time. I to- and that one song. I totally was like, had that album. Take me out. <laughs> and on that note, should we should we take ourselves out? Yeah, we absolutely should. <laughs> yeah. So thanks so much for joining us today. And uh, stay in touch with us for updates on how Mitch is doing with his CFP, how Hannah is doing with her studying. And we will talk more with you soon. Gotta leave your money behind you Raise your hand to the sky Ask the masses for silence Look more dead in the eye Advisory services are offered through Walkner Condon Financial Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.
Clint Walkner, Nate Condon, Jonathan Jordan, Mitch DeWitt, and Keith Boniwaz are investment advisor representatives of Walkner Condon. Guests on the podcast are not registered, and their participation in the podcast are limited to unregistered activities and will not provide any advice that is investment-related, nor should any comments that guests make be construed as giving investment advice. Content should not be viewed as an offer to buy or sell any securities mentioned or as legal or tax advice. You should always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Walkner Condon Financial Advisors, LLC, is not engaged in the practice of law. Whenever you invest, you are at risk of loss of principal as the market does fluctuate. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Purchases are subject to suitability. This requires a review of an investor's objective, risk tolerance, and time horizon. Investing always involves risk and possible loss of capital. Long-term care, estate planning, insurance products, and tax advice are not offered through Walkner Condon Financial Advisors, LLC. Walkner Condon works on a best efforts basis and does not guarantee any results. Past performance does not represent future results. Please see walknercondon.com for additional disclosures.